1: Joining us this week is season ticket holder Barry Godwin to discuss Saturday's game against Liverpool. we have his thoughts on the transfer window, predictions and, you know, views for the rest of the season. Later, we also have the host of Together, a Brighton & Hove podcast, Josh Goldsmith, to preview our next opponent's Brighton. But firstly, as always, let me bring in the Moscow Mesh, Kevin Milberton. All right, Nobbed? All well, right,
2: you gigantic truster
1: Thanks. How are you?
2: Um, Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hanging... <laughs> quite heavily at the moment.
1: Oh, Why? What happened?
2: I just got totally langered last night, as they say. Langered,
1: langered, yeah.
2: Mm. Langers, so, yeah.
1: I mean, did you not say, hang on, lads, I've got a podcast tomorrow?
2: Eh? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, I got better in the morning to do a podcast. So. Um, nah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do it. I believe in myself. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> good, good. Alright, And also, um, welcome in Barry. Barry, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Yeah. Um, you're on holiday at the moment, I hear. Just got here. Just got to Wainwright. <laughs> uh, mother and father lost caravan,
0: so we're here till Friday. So, just come back from the beach. <sighs> <I'm>, yeah, <laughs> come back from the beach to talk to
1: us. But, do you know, yeah, what, what is yeah. it? With, with, like, the first time we did it this season, we had Matt Marchstone, who was going on holiday the next day. <laughs> You've been on holiday, Kev, all through the season. Uh, Tim Marshall last week was just coming, just landed from Montreal, and now... Barry on holiday right now. It's just like when is, it, when is everyone going to stop being on holiday? <laughs> it's just the way you must plan it, Ray. Yeah, bad, 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 bad planning.
2: Nothing gets in the way of being on this podcast. That's, well, it, that's, that's that, that is good. That's what we
1: need to take from it. Anyway, I want to start with you, Kev. Um, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Had, had a busy week.
2: Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I've been busy like from morning to night, like every every night. A man just walked past this pub that I'm in with uh, a. A giant Czech?
1: Oh right. <laughs> uh, person from the Czech Republic or
2: Yeah, Peter Czech. is just <laughs> in, in his helmet, like just walking down the streets of um of Kerry. Um no. No, a massive kind of charity yeah. novelty check. I have never seen anything like that before. I think I'm tripping. But yeah, you know, uh, it's been a great week. Okay. What will have you done? Um I uh, so yeah, I had a uh, uh, Irish language course during the week, um, mm-hmm. and in the evenings they do different sort of like uh, uh, dip- they organise different events uh, during the evenings. So yeah, it's kind of like um, a, like university if it was um, six Friday nights a week, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean there's a lot of musicians and like singers here, and all the pubs are full of. Um, people playing traditional music and singing traditional songs. Like, yeah, so, yeah, it's um, something else.
1: Guinness?
2: Guinness, a lot of Guinness. It's a lot of Guinness, yeah.
1: Good, good, good. And when are you, when are you home?
2: Um, yeah, I'll be back in Russia at the end of the month. I've got an exam to take on, on Saturday, so I'm going to be preparing for that and um, just recovering from, from, from this week.
1: <laughs> OK, well, well, we'll try and make this um an, an easy one for you, Kev, so you can uh, sleep off the hangover.
2: OK, so, yeah, I mean, all we have to do is just talk about um, the <laughs> Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah. that's going to cheer me
1: yeah. up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, before we go into the Liverpool game, um, I just want to talk to you, Barry, about the. Um, how do you think the transfer window went?
0: Not as great as I would have hoped. Um, I think it was more trying to get rid of players, so we could recruit more players or sign more players. We just didn't do enough to uh, get some players out the door. Um, poor signings in the last three or four seasons, and now we've got players on the books that really Ralph doesn't want at the club. Um, that's the problem, so uh, wage budget, transfer budget's all tight, um, but the players we've got in, yeah, happy with the players we've got in, just would have liked to got a few more out the door.
1: Yeah, I, okay. think, I think that's the, the general feeling with everyone yeah. that we've spoken to. But who's going to sign the players that we don't want? Well, exactly, yeah. So. Uh, and especially for the, you know, for the wages that they're on.
0: but oh, It's crazy. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: what I'm hearing is there's no more money at the club to
0: spend on, on transfers anyway. So I think we did the best of what we could mm. with um with the transfers and the wage budget that was remaining, really.
1: Yeah, I think the board has said that in order for us to bring more players in, more players have to go out. So. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm hearing that Fraser looks like Celtic could be on the cards, but... Again, mm-hmm. it's just rumors that I'm hearing, so yeah,
2: I'm hearing I don't rumors. know how
0: how true that is. So yeah, so that if we could get rid of something like that off the books, that would be good. Just the wages, isn't it? Um,
2: yeah. I mean, so um, how do you feel about the the season? Are you feeling confident that um, we're going to have a good one? After the Burnley
0: game, no, my head was mm-hmm. you know we were, I was quite flat, and as soon as the first goal went, I was like, well. Here we go again, same old, same old. Saints poor um, mm-hmm. defending, have a lot of the ball, don't do enough in the box with it. Um, but after yesterday's result, okay, I know it's another defeat, but we put on a much better show, mm-hmm. uh, so more, more confident after yesterday's performance.
2: Mm-hmm. So where would you say that we're likely to finish this season?
0: At the start of the season, just our pre-season, I thought between 12th to 15th would have been. You know, it's a progression on the last couple of seasons, so mm-hmm. I'm still, my head's still around that. Anything obviously above 12th be fantastic, but around that I think, you know, the squad that we have, we should still be able to hit between 12th to 15th, in all honesty. Yeah,
2: definitely a team in transition. Um, it's not going to come fast.
0: No, absolutely, and I think sometimes uh, fans' expectations are too high. I mean, we had a great pre-season, but pre-season means nothing. Yeah. Um, I think a few years ago we we won all of our pre-season games and then went on to lose the first six league games. So
1: yeah, so you you're be a, patient. You're a real long-suffering Saints fan. You've had like a season ticket for well,
0: how long? Uh, a uh, season ticket, probably about 17 years. Wow. I've uh, been going up uh, before that, but odd games. Wow. Um, so yeah.
1: Do you remember your first game?
0: <laughs> yes, I do actually. Bit um, of a funny story behind it. Um, I think it may have been either a Coca-Cola Cup or a Milk Cup game. I I can't remember. Uh, It was at the Dell. It was against uh, uh, Gilliam. My dad picked me up. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, so we're going back. I was sitting on the old benches at the the Dell. And I actually missed uh, missed the first goal uh, because my dad had bought me a big pack of sweets. And I dropped a load, so I went bent down to pick them up, and Letizia scored a 35-yard screamer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Lincoln, you uh, it. absolutely, absolute <laughs> screamer. I sat up, what happened? And my dad just looked at me and said, "You're an idiot." Yeah, but yeah, that was my first, uh, and I've uh, been in love with it ever since. So.
2: This is ITN in that number news.
1: Okay, so ITN news. Kev, did you want to start?
2: Yeah, so the draw has been made for the Carabao Cup. uh, We can draw against Fulham in round two, and that's going to be on Tuesday, the 27th of August. Yeah, which is, I think, if it's an evening match, it'll be exactly Mm -hmm. the the same time that I'll be on the plane back.
1: Ah. Are you going, Barry? You've taken the trip up to Craven College? I was actually
0: contemplating it, but probably not, because I have to start early
1: on the Wednesdays,
0: so more likely you won't
1: make it work to a
0: crazy
1: Um Another point, quickly, just my, my Yoshida donating a percentage of his wages to the Saints Foundation, he said, I've been here for seven years now, and I've got a lot from the club and from the city, now it's time for me to give something back to them. That was pretty classy.
2: What a legend.
1: Mm. What a legend. Yeah.
2: It's good to see him back uh,
1: yesterday as well. Definitely, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, we needed him back, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, there was the fans forum. Um, to be honest, I, I didn't actually um, hear anything of what happened. So. Mm. Uh, how about you, Ray?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I I watched it. I didn't go, but I watched it on, mm. on YouTube, and it was the same, same questions, same answers. Although, this time they had um, Hoiberg on the panel. And, actually, there was a... There was a a moment where someone asked him, when, you know, Redmond signed his new contract, when are you going to do yours? And he looked quite, <laughs> what do I say to this? How do I, you know, how do I go about this? But he's just said um, he's 100% committed to the club. Um, but okay. obviously the, the contract talks are going to be a bit private between him, his agent, and, and the club. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's good. But then, mind you, he would say that, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah. Uh it's be it'd be disappointing if there's gonna be, you know, a protracted uh over it. I think that's the sort of question that should be sorted uh, quite quickly. So yeah, Ralph's hinted that more players are gonna be leaving online. And I guess that means well, Lamina and Carrillo first of all. Um uh, they've been more or less left out of the squad, haven't they?
1: Yeah, they've um, actually gone from the I think it was the training dressing room, they've like their places have just been taken. So I think we can safely say that they'll be heading out. We just need need some takers for him.
2: Yeah, I did notice that um, in the pre-season friendlies that um, I can't remember which player but there, um, there's somebody was uh, using Lamina's number even. So, uh, OK. Yeah. So that must mean that we won't be seeing him again. He w-
1: yeah, he wants out. Are you happy with that one, Barry? Are you happy to see the back of Lamina? Uh, happy to see
0: the back of Lamina. I think he's got the potential to be a, a really good footballer. Um, but his attitude, obviously if he doesn't want to be here then good riddance really you yeah. don't need people like that to bring the club down so no, if he does want to be here good riddance
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean I don't understand that but you treat the club like a stepping stone
1: but you don't put it in the Then. Yeah, yeah I guess he's already thought he was uh, nailed on uh, Yeah I, I, I mean
0: me personally if he wants players use these clubs as stepping stones but you still have to apply yourself in the right way I think and if you get a bigger move then fair enough but the way people go around it or players go around
1: it. So,
3: yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Latticier, and thank you for listening to In That Number.
1: OK, on to the Liverpool game. Ah, uh, yeah, so 2 1. Danny Ng scored, and Manet and Firmino for Liverpool. Starting 11, sort of run through with you. Um, Gunn in goal, kept his place. Uh, Bednarik, Yoshida comes in Vestergaard keeps his place also And the midfield of Valerie, Prouse, Romelu, Hoiberg and Bertrand With Adams and Redmond up front Yeah, so Stevens dropped Yoshida in I I'm, you know, playing the three in the middle Pushes Ings to the bench And also uh, Kevin Danso was on the bench And Hoiberg comes back in from the illness On the bench then So Forster, Cedric, Ings, Junipo, uh, Armstrong, Oberfemi, and Danso Barry, you were saying to me the other day that you prefer the three in midfield. So, you know, this starting eleven was pretty good for you, yeah? Even um, at, even at the expense of Danny Ings?
0: That's the trouble. If you play the three that I think Ralph likes in the middle, and actually I prefer with um, Romeu Hodgeberg and Prowse, it's one of the front that's going to have to drop out. So, unfortunately, Danny Ings. But, yeah, I, I was happy with the three back in midfield. I think he was going to do that anyway against Liverpool. Yeah. Try and, you know win over the midfield battle, which you know we we were doing at times. So in the yeah, I was I was happy with a in midfield back.
1: Yeah, and Kev, I, I guess I mean I'm, I assume that you were happy with that starting eleven. But the only thing I know what you're going to say is that um, Shane Long, who came on last season against Liverpool, did so well. I'm Disappointed not to see him in the in the uh, in the team.
2: Yeah, I mean I was watching the game on Shane Long shirt, thinking like, well, oh, this this needs a bit of you know. Bit of pace, a bit of shame, but um, yeah, shame we didn't see Shane. Mm. Um, yeah, good to see Yoshi back in back in the lineup. Um, that by three I think definitely worked well, um, for most of the game. And yeah, I mean, Ings on the bench, obviously not ideal, but um, he's the kind of player that you want to take care of. So starting with Adams, obviously um, Ings is going to come on, um, uh, yeah, most likely for Adams at some point.
1: But yeah, that's the problem. It kind of works. Yeah, that's what Barry was saying there with the with the three. You play those three in midfield of Romelu, Hoiberg and Ward-Prowse, there has to be someone that drops out. So Yeah, but I mean, you can't press the
2: shit out of Liverpool for 90 minutes, so um, I think it's quite a wise uh, choice of line.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not... I mean, the only, dis- I say, disappointment for me was that Danso didn't start. Well, he didn't actually come on, but... And as it turns out, I mean, if it were me, I probably would have put Danso in for Vestergaard, just going on last week's performance alone, but maybe he feels he's not quite ready for it. And, you know, jumping straight into Liverpool is kind of harsh on the lad. If they had have made a mistake, then, you know, confidence.
0: That's what I would have said. That it was probably too much to put him in against Liverpool with their front three. Uh, a bit of a baptism of fire there, really. So mm. I think that's why he went with uh, the three that he did and left Dan on the
2: bench, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain too much. So, I mean, if we do
2: see Dan Sto uh, in the Brighton match, who do you think he'd be in place of? Vestergaard, would you say? Yeah. I'm, I would say Vestergaard, yes. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. they saying that Bednwick made a bit of an error for their second goal. Today. Uh, yeah.
1: Sorry. Was the second Yeah, know. but I mean, we we, uh, right. we can allow him that one, surely. I mean, oh, yeah,
0: oh, absolutely. No, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah so. <clears throat> but yeah, so it was definitely. More of a total collapse of all three of them.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happens more often than not.
1: Okay, right, um the game let's go start the game, Barry, you were at the game yesterday, um yes. yes, what I mean, the atmosphere, I mean I was listening to on silent, but the, the atmosphere sound sounded really good from the start, and they looked like they started you know, quite pleasing, create some chances, pressing high again, and Valerie and Bertrand looked very advanced, um oh,
0: yeah,
1: oh, atmosphere was uh,
0: fantastic uh all the way through the first half, um, if I'm honest um. Trying to be not biased, but we had the better of the first half. Uh, we played some good football going forward. Mm. Uh, had by far the better chances. Um, I don't know if you've seen Klopp's interview after the game, but yes, I have. Yes, I, I don't <laughs> know what what match he was watching, and, and uh, especially in that first half, and it was just a shame where the goal came. So I think. Take
1: half time. I think Klopp was just looking at the stats alone and saying, "Well, you look at those stats, then we deserve, then Liverpool deserve to win."
0: Yeah, but. You don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah, need to watch the game back again, and yeah. especially have a look at that first half because we had three glorious chances in that first half that
2: really we need to be putting them away
0: Absolutely uh, yeah. teams
2: like that. So <sighs> But no. That's what Jay Adams is supposed to be there for, isn't it? Just a kind of those versus yeah. oh. kind of goal chances and just, um, yeah, just a lot of wastage. Are you talking um, about oh, that, that, that header.
0: header?
1: Yeah, the header. Oh, yeah.
0: Should be hitting I, the net. I was, I was, yeah, I jumped up out of my seat as soon as he hit that. I thought that's in the back of the net and then, yeah, just, just over the top. So, Gladly.
1: Yeah, we were definitely holding
2: our own for the whole of the first half. Yeah, definitely. That, that goal just came out of absolutely nowhere. Like, But it, that was a, just a screamer. I mean, I think that's probably goal of the month already, isn't it? Well, it's got to be up there, yeah. Yeah, we yeah.
0: It's just again, just Saints not really defending it till half time, thinking probably done enough. Obviously there, he was out. They weren't think he was going to score from where he was, and yeah, he mm-hmm. it in. So I was right behind it, and as soon as he left, thirty four. Oh, no, he just didn't need that then. Worst yeah. time we could have conceded because they are going their heads down.
1: That's so. it. It's, it was harsh. I mean, say so, <sighs> Saints yeah. were good in that first half, and it did take a moment of magic from Mane to break it. You know, yeah, yeah. Just harsh going, going in 1 0 down. And I guess that's the difference between the two teams. So it's yeah. Not clinical enough. And then but from there, it's is. just going to be difficult. Coming from a goal down against Liverpool, and I think I saw the stat that it said that they, I mean, I can't remember how many games it was, but they, you know, when taking the lead, they don't lose games. Mm. I mean, they, they no. can do it.
2: Mm. But, I mean, the, the second half, we came out with a head high. I think, uh, dug in, defended well,
1: and then just, just yeah, slowly fell apart. Yeah. But then, having said that, I mean, I don't know, how How did you see it, Barry? Because I thought Liverpool started the second half better.
0: Uh, I think, again, we came out of the second half, again, I just think our heads were a little bit low. I think, obviously, Rush tried to pick them up at half-time. Liverpool helped, just kept the ball. I mean, I, I don't know how many passes they must have had right at the start of the second half. It could have been, like, 40 to 50. I mean, I'm probably over-exaggerating. But we didn't seem to be able to get the ball off them. Uh, they weren't really hurting us, as such. No, we I mean... they weren't doing enough to hold on to the ball and then create going forward. I
1: at think times. at the start of the second half, they had that that Milner shot. They had the Salah break away, which Gunn saved. Um, and yeah, Fum- Firmino I mean, had a chance, no. what, yeah. What a miss, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just, I mean, I that the, their counter-attacking football is just so... Ugh, it's so difficult to stop.
2: Yeah. It's
1: lethal. Mm... Um and then the substitutions came. I think um Ings came off sorry, Ings came on first for Romeu. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: the injured before he even came one. One on the pitch.
0: But. <laughs> 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 um but That was a weird one I thought so. Well, I so mean
1: Remeyu was booked, I think, and he had put in a shift. I thought that yeah. was arguably the best yeah. player in the first half, I thought Remeyu. Yeah. So maybe that was the the, the thinking behind that, but I did, you know, the, the heads didn't drop though. I thought they were okay. And I thought the they still, you know, same style of play. And then Ings had that cracking effort to start when he just as he come on. Yeah. things could turn around here. And it's I think he was, over. yeah, and then the second substitution was it Armstrong on for Adams. Uh, yes, yeah. Armstrong for Adams. Yeah.
0: Yes. So basically, <clears throat> he took off from Mayu, changed the formation, and almost changed it back again. If mm-hmm. yeah, so you see what I'm saying, like got yeah, yeah, another yeah. midfielder on. So. Um. But yeah, Armstrong did well when he came on.
2: Looked yeah, I thought Armstrong good,
0: uh, did well. Wow. I thought he was getting, uh, getting, got off. stuck in, and yeah, pinged the ball around as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then the second goal, Kev, um What happens there?
2: Just, just total collapse, isn't
1: it? Bednarik no, robbed, yeah.
2: Was the second switching off. Like nobody's in position, nobody's mark, 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 marking the man, and um, yeah. For for me, no, it's basically just you know just
1: giving an open chance. I can't give them that. Mm. I mean, it came from
0: a, a free kick from us attacking, and I, was, yeah. I think a lot of safe fans in the ground at the time felt that the referee was being, should we say, biased <laughs> a little bit. But you're going to get that from the home fans, aren't you? So when you're in the mm. ground, it's harder to pick it up. But yeah, a lot of fans felt that the free kick shouldn't have gone that way in the first place. But yeah. Possibly not. We've got, we got, we got to defend better than we do. So. Yeah.
1: Um, and the goal, our goal. I mean, what a goal from Danny. It was goal <laughs> yeah. goal of the season for me, Kev, that one. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> oh, it, I think he's taking the leaf out of Shane Long's books and just, you know. Um, just a ridiculous goalkeeping error. I mean, who'd have thought of it, that um, Liverpool goalkeepers are capable of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> outstanding errors like that. Um, yeah, but I uh, mean, you, you, you thought quick and quick yeah, to it, it. Yeah, grab right. it, stick it in. There you go, nice one. Um he then, did it in the
0: first half, so
1: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Prousey, yeah. Prousey nearly did the same. Yeah, rushed half, him down. So. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. So.
1: Um, and then the Ings chance at the end. I mean, oh, they don't come any easier than that, do they?
2: No, I mean it was the best chance for um, the whole game.
1: Just a sitter. Kev, you could have scored that. Um,
2: yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> this time uh, yesterday, I might have.
1: But anyway, so it finished 2 2. But 2 uh, 2, it could have been. 2 2. Are they still playing? <laughs> <laughs> um, Barry, would 2 2 have been fair? I think so. I think a draw, especially after our first half performance,
0: uh, would have been a, a fair result. Um, but yeah, we just got to take chances like that. Ings gonna be kicking himself for a good while after that miss. I mean, again, I was right behind it, and I just, we don't know how he's. That's not gone in. Again, I was out of my seat before. Yeah, I just thought that's that's in. Yeah, it
1: wasn't. But season. then we had
0: another good chance from a free kick late on. It just was three oh, in yeah, the box yeah. and no one was in there. So you know, just got to take our chances when we do get them because they're not going to come that often.
1: Yeah, and another day, that like probably would have done. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Kev, same question to you. Do you think two two was would have been fair? Um what the would have
2: mean that we'd have taken one of the chances that we got. So mm. yeah, I would say. Um but but we didn't and it finished two one. I think it reflects um how well we played perfectly. I think I don't think there's any unfairness I think any anyone, anyone who, who watched it would say like yeah. Um, we definitely didn't deserve uh, to win, but it was a lot more positive effort. I think we can definitely um, oh, yeah. take lessons from it, and, and, and yeah. they can learn um, try and iron out some of those defensive um, niggles and uh, yeah, practice defending set pieces. Right. It might be all right, but um, <laughs> I said it before: um, it's the Brighton game that's going to be the real kind of bellwether that will show us um, whether we're on the right track or not.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm encouraged by what I saw. I mean, the yeah. chance was created. And, you know, um, Liverpool conceded 14 shots, and that only happened once last season for them. So, no. you know, I'm as pleased as I can be from a defeat, <laughs> I
2: suppose. Yeah, and we've got a goal, you know.
1: Yeah, but brilliant <laughs> Yeah, um, and then you look at the stats. I was saying to you, Barry, about how where I'm getting Klopp's post-game interview... Yeah. Um possession we were we we're at thirty six percent, but you'd expect yeah. that against Liverpool. Oh well, absolutely, yeah. That's what uh, I was saying about the first half, they just think give the ball away.
0: Yeah, yeah we couldn't get off we couldn't get the ball off them at the times, so
1: And fourteen shots versus their fifteen. And you know, the clear cut chances were even. Mm. So it's a completely, completely different side. They got fucked by Burnley last week. So mm. that's
0: yeah, it is positive,
2: isn't it? We have to
1: take yeah. positive
2: out of it, anyway. So. Uh, sorry, yeah, but who or what would you say um you'd put that down to? What, from last week? Yeah, comparing last week. Like, Stevens. Um, <laughs> Stephens. Stevens. No <laughs> Jack fucking
1: Stephens. So no <laughs>
0: Jack yet. Um I don't know if it's playing at home. I...
1: Yeah, Hoiberg was, was better. Sorry, Hoiberg was starting. I think Romelu... He was brilliant in that first half He was yeah. breaking everything down So I think he was a big difference there He upped his game And yeah. maybe Yoshida coming in Just held the held the line a little bit better And I thought Gunn was better also this week yeah. He made some good saves He mm. made
0: some good saves uh, yesterday So yeah.
1: So I mean they all worked hard They all worked hard yesterday and Especially in midfield And I think that was a massive difference
0: I think if you don't work hard against Liverpool You will get Ripped a new one if I'm honest. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they took last week a little bit too lightly. If I'm in all honesty, I think so. And yeah, bad defensive errors last week, and this week was just an improvement.
1: Vestergaard, like given his performance last week, and the fact that he's going to, you know, he come up against Salah yesterday, and he only limited him. He wasn't, he didn't really have an impact in the game, did he? That's got to be pleasing for Vestergaard. Yeah, no,
0: Vestergaard played a lot better yesterday. um I think he's got the potential to be a very good uh, centre back, but s- some errors at times, and obviously those errors get punished. Yeah. But yeah, yesterday he was a lot better, a lot more solid. I think there's one point that um, he went—I can't remember who it was—but basically a ball come up long, and he just went through the back of this guy, headed it away. The referee gave a foul for it, but you know you want to see challenges go in and not back off and wait for it. So yeah, yeah. happier. That is good. yeah he's a big lad he needs to
1: he needs
0: to, to show up it. a bit more yeah yeah absolutely in both boxes so
1: yeah um <laughs> i'll ask you both this question but i'll start with you Kev um Gineppo, he mm. came he came on late um but he looked pretty good on the ball won a few free kicks he got um alexander arnold booked um and Mane fouled him for the free kick at the end And I think, yeah, Adam Blackmore said on Solon that he's going to win a few free kicks this year. So there you go. (laughs) Stick him on. Get people booked. Get some free kicks. What did you think of him? I don't think I
2: saw enough of him to really make make a judgment. um,
1: Came on a bit late, though, didn't he?
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think I I reserve judgment for the moment. But, um, yeah, he didn't really make a fool of himself. But, I mean, he didn't contribute anything that would have given us the advantage, right?
1: Well, apart from the free kicks.
2: Well, yeah, but, I mean, we just we just waste the free kicks. Sorry. Oh,
1: yeah. And, and Barry, what did you, think, what did you make of him?
0: He didn't get long enough on him. I think it was only about the 75th minute when he came on. Um, yeah, 71st, I think. 71st, was it? Yeah, I mean, you know, he had a few good turns on him. Yeah, like I say, was it Trent Alexander that pulled him down? Yep. Um, so he's got some good turns I think you gonna have A bit of pace about him But yeah It's too early yet, I think mm-hmm. I think He's not going to be Let into the first Start 11 straight away I think He's going to be Have to wait By this time think, so
1: yeah. Anyway. But yeah He Probably. looks
0: like He could be Decent
1: Yeah he's young He's still, There's no rush yeah. With him um, Okay Man of the match Kev It's, really it's a really tough, tough one um, There's a
2: lot of um, Improved performances I think Um I think Yoshida did something, and Valerie was outstanding, especially the first time. You think? Um, yeah, I think he was just he was getting up really high, um, giving crosses into the box. But um, yeah, I think maybe a few of them, a few of them the wide, although there was no one there. But um, I, I was quite impressed with, with with him compared to the week before. Like you say, Romelu? Um, just yeah, just a solid brick of a man. Um, doing his thing, I don't think that, that, that there's much we can say that, um, just to criticise Um Redmond I mean again doing his, his, his fast thing through the middle down the wings bit as well <laughs> but yeah I mean it, it can't be any of the, the forward players because I think that we had our chances they didn't take them. so yeah I'd probably have to agree with uh, what well, I think you're going to stay and um, give it to Romelu
1: ok Barry
2: yep
0: straight there Rame, Um solid first half uh, got booked um, again, I thought it was a little bit harsh but yeah got booked in but yeah does the job does it well no nonsense player so yeah Romelu
1: yeah Romelu for me as well I think he was brilliant in that first half I thought he was excellent and yeah I could only yeah. think that he got a substitute for the yellow card but, um, yeah it's I don't think it was a yellow card, by
0: the way, but... I thought it was a great
1: challenge, but was yeah, the other yeah. end of the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously... Create, um, didn't he create that chance for Adams inside the header? did he ping that ball for him? He may have done. Yeah, it. I think...
0: I think he did, yeah. I know the one you're on about.
1: Yeah, that was coming out of our defence,
0: and that mm. he got he got raked down the ankle by uh, James Milner that upset the fans, because <laughs> um, no card for Milner, but yeah, he got a card for a challenge. With, OK, it's hard... Or maybe it's from behind a little bit, but yeah, can't do those challenges now, but Milner should have picked one up.
1: Yeah, and that's the consistent
0: yeah. consistent the referee,
1: you know. Yeah. So yeah. Remail all rounds then. Okay, so that's I I know I'm I know it's early, but I'm still gonna have to say it. So eighteenth place, no points, one comedy goal. <laughs> Definitely back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm not panicking over the league position at the moment. We're, like you said, Kev, we'll know a little bit more of how well we're going to be when we come up against Brighton, who, by the way, are playing well. So, yeah. OK, right. Quiz. Are you ready for the quiz, Barry? The, the Matla quiz.
0: Yeah, I've got sweaty palms.
1: OK, right. Question number one. Who was the top scorer in the 1992-93 season? Was it A, Matt Letizier, B, Ian Dowie, or C, Nicky Banger?
0: I'm going to go Ian Dowie.
1: No, it was Matt Letizia. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Matt Letizia, 18, Ian Dowie, 12, and Nicky Banger was 6. 18 goals. Yeah,
0: must have been one of his best yeah. of goals scored on that one.
1: Yeah, That's when he was young. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And slim>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Who replaced Glenn Huddle as manager in March 2001? Uh Stuart Gray.
1: Well done. Yeah. Question number three, last season. What position did Saints finish last season? Sixteenth. Correct. Yeah. <sighs> That's what's that? Two. Two, yes. Sorry.
2: Two so two Stoke. Um you're recovering. <laughs> so yeah, I'll name the clubs, you name the player. Right. Carlisle, Derby County, Saints, Sunderland, Stoke City. Uh, Roy lap
1: Well nice. done nice Well done Three, Three. Three. So, that Three is, that one. so that's level with Tim Marshall last week So you only need two points to take the lead
2: Oh, um, okay <laughs> Alright,
1: okay Who am I? Clue one This midfielder was born in Orland 1972 And is currently playing in the Wessex League Division 1 For Hythe and Dibden at the age of 47
2: I think I know. I oh,
1: do. I uh, okay. uh, remember <laughs> if you get it wrong. You're going to risk it. You're going to risk it, or you're going to go for another clue. I'm
0: going to risk it. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Why not, uh, Joe Tesson.
1: You're oh. right. Well done. What <laughs> on? Fuck Amazing. Yourself.
2: It's going to be hard
1: <laughs> to beat That is going to be very hard to beat. What was that? Just one, just the first question wrong, wasn't it?
2: That's yeah, yeah. Six, That is.
0: Wow. And I was going go to go Litterje, and oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Forty-seven <laughs> years old, he's still playing.
0: Oh yeah. you well, see a police, used to be a policeman,
1: I think, in Norway. Did he? Oh, I, yeah. I feel like I, I want to read the rest of these clues <laughs> out now, but I don't think we need to. <laughs> Ah, oh, i spent ages writing those clues and everything, I don't oh. even need them. <laughs> but still, yeah, six, well, that, yeah, that is going to take some beating.
2: Yeah, well done. Um, speaking of taking some beating, Brighton.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Next weekend>. <laughs> 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 right, OK, right, Brighton, yeah, Brighton thoughts. OK, Barry, yeah, what, what do you reckon about Brighton, what do you see? Well, September? yeah, I was just looking at our games for the end of uh, September
0: and uh, looking who we've got. Uh, I think we have, obviously, Brighton next week, Fulham, obviously in the Cup, uh, followed by, uh, I think it's Man United, mm-hmm. Sheffield United, yep. Uh, Tottenham.
1: Yep.
0: I think that takes us in September, so we've got to be looking at the games against Brighton to be getting really maximum points, if I'm honest. I know it's going to be very difficult, um, but then if we get nothing out of the Brighton game, then we've got Man United after that, so really we wouldn't want to be... Not getting anything out of next week's game So I'm not thinking we're going to get a
1: win i will
0: be positive
1: Okay, so I'm going to yeah. ask your prediction Obviously we got a Brighton fan coming on in a bit So we'll. Um, yeah. me and Kev will do our Brighton predictions then But yeah. I'll ask
0: you for yours uh, I'm going to go 1-0 Saints I think I think we can scrape it um, okay. The confidence that From yesterday's game Hi. I think uh, Get a new centre back in there Yeah, I'm going to go 1-0 Saints Scrape it
1: Nice, okay Yeah
2: all right.
0: Okay. So
1: um, yeah, a couple of that. couple of silly questions. I don't know if you've been listening to the show this year, but we've asked it right. to everyone. Okay. okay.
2: So yeah, would you rather wear a pumpy shirt every single day for five years or sleep in a haunted house for ten? A haunted house.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Straight away. I love how how no Saints fans just even think about the question. They're just straight on it. Yeah, it's on the haunted house.
0: No, it wouldn't happen. <laughs>
1: Okay, Um. and the second second one. Would you rather be twice the height of Peter Crouch or half the height of Lionel Messi? Oh,
0: that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think half the height of Lionel Messi. Yes, yeah, general. yeah. That's
1: the general one. Yeah. I've gone the complete opposite of you. Really? mm I'd wear the Pompey shirt, and I that, I, I'd I definitely like to be twice the height of Crouch. <laughs> but, yeah. oh, right. but if
2: you choose the Pompey shirt, why the fuck would you want to be twice the height of Peter Crouch? You'd be you want to be a midget, so no fucker <laughs> yeah. uh, No okay. one's going to kick a midget in the eyes.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if they're wearing a Pompey shirt...
2: Sorry, small person. If anyone's yeah, you, listening,
1: you can't mm. say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Pretty correct. Yeah, mm. but yeah. we're okay. very politically correct. <laughs> very politically correct. No, not really. I mean, do you, okay. Yeah, maybe the same question that I ask you what, What's your your favourite chant that you like to hear it in the in the Northern end? You oh don't, sit, you don't sit in the
0: night. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'm an old man and I sit in the, the quiet chapel end. So mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there. Um, yeah. So, yeah and, and uh, anyone that's I given you a good laugh? What some of the chants that go round. Mm. I mean, I used to like. I used to like the Cedric one. Um, oh um, yeah, the cut, cut final. That was my probably one of my favourite over the years. Uh, but the Matlattis one's probably the, my all-time favourite chant that goes
2: round. So
1: yeah,
2: mm. yeah. So cool. Okay. My my favourite one that I can remember for the last few years um, the Hoisté Fonte one that's genius yeah. oh,
1: Kev, Kev I, li- I like your, um, your one for Vestigard that was brilliant
2: uh, <laughs> yeah it's not very practical but it's just fun yeah it's fun, yeah,
1: fun. alright Barry thank you for, for coming on I know you're on holiday and you want to get down to the beach yeah. and stuff oh, yeah.
2: thank you very much for having me on appreciate it yeah. thank you very much Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great having you on and, yeah, enjoy the rest of your holiday. Will do. Enjoy the island. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Cheers, Barry. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Alright, cheers. Bye bye.
1: Joining us now to talk Brighton and preview next week's fixture is Josh Goldsmith, the host of Together a Brighton and Hove Podcast. Welcome, Josh, and thank you for joining us.
3: Hi, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure.
1: Um, Yeah, so firstly, just tell us about you and and about the show.
3: Yeah, so uh, I moved to North Carolina in 2015 from the UK. Um, And I, you know whenever you go in, like, you're you're at work and you go in on a Monday morning and the first thing you talk about is the football. You could have, like, Man United mates, lesser mates, like, whatever. But the first thing you do is you talk about the games and just the banter, right? Yeah. And uh, it's something that I realised very quickly that I didn't have here at all. Um, it's either kind of like the NFL, which is fine, because I've kind of started following the NFL too, but it's not the same. Uh, No, I'm a Bears fan. My wife's from Illinois, so... (laughs) So I'm a (laughs) a Giants fan. I like all New York, so I'm Giants, Knicks, Rangers, but yeah. Nice. Yeah, one of my best mates back home uh, is a massive Giants fan, so I feel (laughs) you. So I was kind of just getting sick of not being able to talk about it too much. Um, and I have kind of a, like a bunch of WhatsApp groups where I can like talk to my pals from back home. Um, but I decided, right, I'm going to do something that everyone and their mum seems to be doing these days and start a podcast. So I just started talking into a microphone about my thoughts and feelings of the team uh, because I couldn't do it to anybody that would listen here. And I just thought, you know, if uh, I don't mind if I get zero listeners. It's kind of a therapeutic thing for me. Um, and over the course of the season it, uh, it it grew and then over the summer it exploded so yeah that's uh, that's how I started it and why
1: That's brilliant and I have to say that I did check out a few of your podcasts I was saying to you just before and your um episode that you had a special on Graham Potter was, was brilliant because as I say I went into this season not knowing anything about him really and I was a bit like miffed at how Hughton went and I'm pretty sure there was a lot of Brighton fans thinking the same um, and I thought it, yeah there was a Really, really good couple of points that you brought up in that. Especially you said about Davy Propper and, and Pascal Gross, like how they're going to suffer under his new tactical style, which I found quite interesting. So I thought they were two of your most popular players.
3: Yeah, and funnily enough, <laughs> Davy Propper of all people seems to have been one of his biggest victors under his new uh, tactics because he's yeah. utilised him in a he's utilised him in a way that the Netherlands do when he plays for the Netherlands, and he looks like a he honestly looks like a new signing. So uh, I was wrong on that one.
1: <laughs> but I mean. It, Brighton seemed to have done the right right thing by hiring him. So he seems to be able to get the best out of the players
3: wherever. Yes, yeah, and it was something that uh, I know a lot of the pundits and analysts were very unhappy when we fired Hughton. Um, but at the end of the day, like it was it was the Albion. Pretty much only Albion fans were the ones that weren't missed. Um, don't get me wrong, there were still a few, but we were the ones who had watched every game um, for mm. the most part, and it was. It was very bad football, and the the similarities were almost uncanny to his final season at Norwich. um The only difference being is that Bloom kind of doubled down in the gambler that he is and uh banked on him making us survive as opposed to <laughs> Norwich. who binned him off a couple of games before and got relegated uh but you know he was he was quick about it, he did like, he got him gone straight away, he got the man he wanted in straight away um and it's so far paying dividends.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been brilliant. I love managers like that that have started. I mean, Kev, uh, if you get a chance to check out any of his um, podcasts, the the one with Graham Potter was a really really good. One. It was a real eye opener. Seeing that seeing someone start in the what was it the fourth Swedish division?
2: Yeah, yeah. With uh, the
1: that's the one. Yeah. Mm. And you know, work his way up. It's it's brilliant to see someone like that. Well, yeah with limited funds and just you know, getting success year after year. It's um. That's, really, that's that's what football should you know be all about.
3: Yeah, I've seen a couple of people online like saying like this uh this world is grey on Potter's football managers, say, we're all just living in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh
2: that's true. But I mean Haskell's kinda did the same thing um in uh in, in Germany, didn't it?
1: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Similar. So, yeah, t-
2: taking the team from, from yeah, the the drags of the bottom divisions and, and bringing up to the to the highest of Europe.
1: Yeah. And Kev, did you know that Graham Potter had a, <laughs> a brief stint at Southampton in the mid nineties?
2: I did not know that.
1: Oh, he had about seven appearances I think. But yeah. But yeah, he seems wow. to have this inept ability to get the best out of his uh, of all the situations that he's in, so and yeah, I understand that he's become, you know, a fan favourite instantly. And I, I imagine they're going to stick with him for a long time.
3: Yeah, Bloom, is, uh, Bloom has stuck with every manager he's ever hired. Uh, even Sammy Huppia, who was absolutely atrocious, um, <laughs> he, he had to resign because it just was going so badly. Bloom wouldn't sack him. Uh, he truly believes in backing his man. He, he backed them all the way through. Um, and he did the same with Hutton right at the end there. Like everybody thought he would be gone after Cardin, um, but he stuck by him and he said, "No, you've got the rest of the season. Keep us up," and he did. Uh, so he's he definitely backs his man. And I think even if we were to go down bottom, I think he would. I think he would keep Potter on.
1: That's that's really nice to see as well. Yeah, I think mean,
2: you were safe quite early on anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, we shall see. <laughs> um, I mean, last season. Um, yeah, so I mean, whatever happens at the end of the season, I think it really mattered too much. Um, it's, it's looking like you've, uh, you've you've got a very good manager.
1: Yeah, good manager, and uh, and you've spent a lot of money this summer as yeah, well. Yeah. You've got um, mm, yeah. Leandro Trossard from Genk, eighteen million quid. That's a big fee, but he he looks like a player. Adam Webster, he really does. twenty million quid from Bristol, and that's a club record fee, I believe that's a massive fee. Um and Neil Mopay from Brentford. I don't know about Romarek Yapić. Is it Yapić? Yapic from Paris Saint-Germain. Um Aaron Moy, that's a good one. Even though it's a loan signing,
3: I I really
1: I'm a big fan of Aaron Moy.
3: Yeah, I think that uh, the the Yapi signing, uh, what however you're going to say his name, uh he was a free signing, so we signed it was his first professional contract. So right. he didn't really uh, cost anything out of the bank, but and Moya I'm delighted with to get on a loan. Like we haven't had to spend any money on him other than the wages I expect. Um and you know, we've got Hoodersfield's best player. So yeah. and it was uh it was a position we can always do with an extra dimension in in the middle of the park. So I was really happy with that signing.
1: Yeah, I was shocked at that one.
3: So was I. I didn't think they would let him go. Um but uh, I mean he's he also signed a brand new contract with them the day he came to us on loan. So I guess he's kind of showing his loyalty there by Ensuring that they're going to be able to get a fee for him if he uh, performs for us, whether it's us that buy him or anybody else.
1: Yeah, good bit of business. Um, any major
3: outgoings? Uh, yes, Anthony Knockart. So hmm. he was our main man um, under
1: yeah. Putin for a long glad time. I'm glad you said him because I was looking at him and I'm thinking he's a, he's a brilliant player. Like, why did they let him go?
3: We thought the same thing, but now we're watching this new formation, this three-five-three. To whatever the hell it is, um, <laughs> we I can I can kind of understand it because Potter is almost playing three strikers up front, and Knockout uh, isn't that. He's definitely more of a very traditional winger. Um, so I can see why he did it. It was a shock to everybody when he went because you know he's been a fan favorite from the minute we signed him. But bringing in like Mopei and uh, Trossard has like very quickly uh, calmed the nerves because they've both been incredible incomings too. And Fulham, if they don't get promoted uh, with Mitrovic and Naka in the team, then I just <laughs> <Yeah>. cannot believe. <laughs> uh,
2: so we had quite a successful pre-season, would you say?
3: Yeah, I don't think we actually lost a game uh, in pre. Oh no, we did. We Not lost to Fulham. Lost to Fulham. Yeah, yeah. The, the only blemish. But yeah, other than that, yeah, it was an interesting one because nobody kind of knew what we were going to see um with potter being you know someone who has rotated three to four formations in his entire time um and kind of works on getting the best out of players as opposed to trying to fit them into a system uh he try and makes a system around them so it was interesting watching an artist at work kind of thing because uh he was bouncing around different formations we played three at the back four at the back uh two in the middle three in the middle four in the middle he was going all over the place every day so it was it was definitely interesting, um, and then Birmingham and Valencia, the last two, is when we adapted to the formation we're playing now, and all of a sudden uh, it just seemed to click, and we've never looked back. So preseason was interesting; uh, it was kind of a breath of fresh air uh, to have someone new and seeing all the differences we were we were uh, creating there. And hopefully next season they can come over here, so I can travel to wherever they are. <laughs> do, you, do you know what though? I have a
1: confession. I was doing my league tables a couple of weeks ago, and I tipped Brighton to go down in 18th position. Uh, I'm sorry. But I, I listened to not a lot of pundits, and every single one of them have said the same thing, that Brighton are going to struggle to score goals. Looking at their pre-season, and looking at how they've started this season, they're not going to struggle. Not at all. There's, there's goals there, and lots of them. So I I think think the problem everyone's everybody got it wrong.
3: Yeah, I think the problem that everybody fell into here is the Hewton effect, right? Like, mm-hmm. they they saw everything that Hewton had done for the last two years, and we were never a high-scoring team. Um, but if you watch players on, like, an individual basis, you know they've got the talent. It's just that they weren't being utilized for the right... You know, they weren't being utilized in the way that they could be. Um, and Potter has came in, and he is a more positive manager. He is a manager that scores goals. Um, and I think it's kind of... a I think it's 50%... The Huten effect of not really realizing that he's gone yet because we hadn't seen Potter at work, and then also um, for a lot of the pundits, and it's no disrespect to them because they're earning money, and I'm not doing this, but um, <laughs> like they they don't do their research into these people. You know, they I, there's barely any of them know anything about Graham Potter. Um, they just know he's like an English manager that did okay at Swansea and was in Sweden one time. Um, and you know when you when you do deep dive a little bit deeper into him, the talent and the quality he has, you know it's not like we're going to finish seventh, but he's better than he's better than bottom. Yeah. So I, I get yeah. it.
1: That's a very very good point actually, because Kev, we had the same discussion with Matt then, didn't we, when he had when um, yeah. that Twitter, I can't remember who it was, it was it wasn't an ESPN guy or something, I can't remember, but he put the um, managers and they he ranked them. Um, from 1 to 20 and I think Harsen, Hurtle and Potter were bottom 5 weren't they Kev?
2: Yeah yeah. he definitely um, wasn't positive about him, but um, yeah I know, he, he seems to be a, a real step forward like there um, must be a, a lot of uh, confidence amongst the fans that you're going to push up the table
1: Oh I hope they do now because I hope they're going to prove a lot of people wrong
2: Yeah, yeah it's, good, it's good when the, the pundits proven wrong Yeah um <laughs>
1: So, yeah, what,
3: what do you
2: think we can expect next week,
3: then? Next week is going to be a uh, funky one. You haven't won yet, right? How many points no. have you got? Mm-hmm. Uh, none. In here, yeah. well, but, OK, in our defence, we just played Liverpool. I was going to say, one of them was Liverpool, so... And, <laughs> and, and yesterday, yesterday, we gave
1: them a really good game as well, and we, pros- we, were, we, were, we should
3: have got a point out of it, at least. But I did see the highlights, actually. Yeah. Uh, che Adams looked very lively. Uh, mm. And I thought you well, they all said you were good for a point, but and it was also a case of you know Liverpool were off the pace, but that's the annoying thing about those teams—they win anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm. and especially they have been to Istanbul, haven't they, in
3: the week? Yeah, and they paid 120 minutes as well. So,
1: mm. but I mean, the first game we were dog shit. we were just awful against Burnley. Yeah,
3: I we uh, in the bar I was at, they had four screens and they had all four of the three o'clock kickoffs on them. Um, so I sort of kept an eye on all of them, and I yeah, it was. There was a couple of poor performances there um, from Saints. Watford were terrible as well. Um, But this week, coming up, I don't know. uh, We haven't won at home since, like, February. Um, But I think that that kind of hoodoo isn't the same thing under Potter. We definitely Mm -hmm. should have won yesterday. We could have scored five. Um, Morphe missed two tap-ins. Trossard could have scored. Had a goal to Uh, well, didn't he? Yep, uh, he did. VAR, thanks so much. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I think we'll have a lot of the ball, um, but again, like I saw this, I saw how you were at Liverpool just on the highlights, like. And if you bring that same performance, I, it could be. I'm not sure. It could be anything. Um, obviously, I'm hoping to take three points because uh, you're the team that's going to be. You're one of the teams that I expect to be in and around us uh, in that kind of bot mate. So, obviously, mm-hmm. I hope that we win, <laughs> um, because I think it'll be an important kind of six-pointer. Um, score? 2-0 Brighton. 2-0 Brighton. Oh, wow.
2: OK. Kev? Um, I'm, I'm going to say it's an absolute nailed-on one all draw.
1: <laughs> Kev, do you know what? I've got exactly the same thing, and I'm not going to change mine this time. I'm going to keep it at 1-1. So, yeah, okay. I can I can see a one all draw. It's, it's going to be tightly contested. Mind you, I said that about the Burnley yeah. game. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah... Um, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Um, so, Danger Men. Uh, who are we, who's the Danger Men that we've got to look out for?
3: Well, I guess it depends on who we're going to play because uh, he's played two different t- types already in the first two games. Um, but if Trossard starts, he's going to cause you a lot of problems. I think he's going to cause everyone problems. Um, he, he. Got, I, I know it was only pre-season, but he caused headaches all over Valencia's back line and they're like a Champions League team. So, I think he's going to be a problem for everybody that encounters him this week, this year. Uh, so Trossard is definitely the man that is going to uh, cause problems. He does, look um good. And then and then our wingbacks, too, have suddenly come to life. Um, Martin Montoya and Solly March uh, are going to be players that Southampton are definitely going to have to want to keep an eye on out wide. Because if they don't, all of a sudden the ball's going to be in the box. And from that point, you never know what's going to happen. So... Okay,
2: um, same kind of question, but in reverse. Are there any Saints players that you're particularly afraid of?
3: James Ward-Prowse. Ah, hmm. Absolutely, he's I've up been a, a uh,
2: <laughs> I've been a
3: fan of him for a long time too. Uh, I really like James Ward-Prowse, and uh, I feel like he is on set pieces. Just in general, I feel like he's going to be. A, I feel like he's always a problem whenever we play you. Um, Maybe it's like that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not even true. But um, he's the one that I'm worried about the most, for sure. Mm.
1: Right. Okay. So if you could pick, it might be the same answer, but if you could pick one Saints player to have in your current Brighton setup, who would you take?
3: Uh, not the same. I'd take Che Adams. Okay. Oh well, well. Yeah, he was someone that we were also on the on the lookout for. Um, he was one of those players in the championship. Uh, like Ollie McBurnie and him and there was one or two others uh, and Zahor at Cardiff before they went up. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been looking for a pacey striker in the, like, the Glenn Murray build for a long time and we still didn't get him in this summer. Um, but Che Adams is that bigger uh, pacey striker so he would add that extra dimension I think we need up front. So he would be the man that I would take.
1: Good answer. Kev, okay, if the questions were reversed who would you take from Brighton?
3: Um...
2: I think we can all agree we need a defender.
1: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis Dunk. Yeah, same here. i will take Lewis Dunk. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't
2: think we've got... Um, yeah, we've got enough key goalkeepers. Um, we've got enough attacking options. Midfield was sorted. It's just, yeah, it's still questions about our defence that maybe he could be the solution to.
1: Exactly my point, Kev. I, 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 as I said to you before, I'm a big fan of Aaron Moy, but our midfield is a place that we don't need, so... We need a we need a, we need an organised centre back, um, and Lewis Dunk would probably fit that best for us at the moment.
3: Well, you can't have it. <laughs>
1: mm. um,
2: sure, same question that we ask uh, everyone that comes on the show. Uh, so yeah, would you rather wear a Crystal Palace shirt every day for five years or sleep in a haunted house for ten?
3: Sleep in a haunted house for ten. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> I love scary movies, so why not? And you don't like um, you don't like Palace. So. And I don't like Palace at all, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, would you rather be twice the height of Peter Crouch or half the height of Lionel Messi?
3: Twice the height of Peter Crouch.
1: Good answer, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need a big old haunted house clue.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly, I can't be haunted if I can't get through the door. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, um, we're a big fan of um, fan trance here. Uh, do you have a personal favor that you'd like to hear on the
3: stand? Good question. I saw this on the notes, and uh, I haven't heard it yet because they just—it uh, was on North Stand chat this week, and it has just—it. I love it. Um, the Cure, Friday, I'm in love. Yeah. There is a new Neil Morpie chant to it. Oh, uh, that's
1: out. Yeah, I can see that, guys. Yeah.
3: And if they uh, if they do bring that out, I think it will be this week. So if either of you are there, uh, keep an eye out for it. It sounds like an absolute banger. If they, yeah. if they uh, can get the whole stand doing it.
1: That's perfect. That is perfect.
3: Yeah,
2: I'd have to listen to that. All right, K, okay, is there anything else you want to add? Um, yeah, that's my last question. Um, Just, yeah, thanks a lot for coming on. Um, yeah, I've learned a lot about um, the team that I don't really know that much about, if I'm being honest. Because, um, yeah, it's only your third uh, season now in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think I've, I've learned a lot. And, um, yeah, a very grateful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you
1: for having and, you know, it's a short notice as well. I only contacted you in the week, and you were, like, really, really eager to come on as well. So that was really, really nice. And, yeah, apologies for the short notice, but thank you so much for coming on. Yeah,
3: absolutely. No apology needed either. I love talking football, so, uh, you know, whenever the reverse picture comes around, if you want me again, by all means, just drop me a DM, and uh, we will reconvene. Absolutely.
1: Thank, right. you, thank you very much.
3: Wonderful. Thank you. Cheers, Josh. All right. Up the stage. All right
1: thanks a lot. Up the stage. <laughs> <laughs> OK, into the extra time segment. OK, so Super 6, starting off with Super 6. Week 3 winner was Michael Etheridge and Adam Darlington, who scored an amazing 17 points this week, both of them. Um, but that means the overall leader still Freddie clinging on with 23 points, but two points adrift is Michael and Adam. So, yeah, it's all, it's all to play for there. Still looking good. Fantasy football. Uh, Weekly winner this week was Stephen McCullough uh, in Ralph We Trust, scored 59 points this week. But this is at the time of recording, so obviously there's two matches today and there's there's the Monday Night Football also. But the overall leader is Lucy Hynett with Che Dream Believers and Brad Swaggers with Cheeky Smirks at the Summit on 132 points. Yeah, he got tied at the top,
2: so... Mm. Mm. And then, yeah, you have got a few around them just within a couple of points. So it's, uh, it's a big old league we've got this season with 50 people now. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, be tough. Um, uh, I'm not making too much of a track myself. I'm off the bottom of the table now. I've uh, got 56 points this week, so I'm yeah, did like, yeah, you just got
1: score really well, yeah. Mm. Although I only scored 17 points so far, but. Um, I've got a lot of players playing today and a lot of players playing on Monday so watch this space also my captain is playing on, on Monday so I could have some um, some points coming um, predictions uh, we both predicted a Liverpool win last week uh, mm-hmm. I scored two points but you predicted a 2-1 Liverpool so you have got four marks Kevin well done excellent nice one two, so that nice two. yeah very good well done Let's predict, uh, so that's 5-2 uh, for you ok brilliant
2: yeah
1: nice Good one. Right, Kev, I've got a little bit of surprise for you. I'm going to trial a new little segment here. It's called Where Am I? It's kind of like the same same sort of mould as the quiz that we do, but it's going to be geography, football related. No points on offer, just for a laugh. You've got to try and name the city, town, or football stadium where I'm at. Okay. Okay? And it's all located in the UK. So you can have as many guesses as you want just until okay. you come I'm going to give you five clues and you've got to tell me the name of the football club or the stadium mm-hmm. okay? okay okay so the first clue located in the northwest. your guess where am I?
2: I could but north north west could be any of you could yeah me? have a guess any league yeah mm-hmm. um Everton
1: no okay population of the place is mm-hmm. 34,768 as of
2: 2016. Mm. Morecambe. Well done. How oh, fucking, fucking
1: nice. hell did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible.
2: Yeah, How did you get that? that? Yeah.
1: I was thinking of league,
2: league teams from like League Two. That's um. incredible.
1: Mm. No, my next clue was um, the stadium capacity is 6,476. And then it was local rivals are Akron and Stanley. And then the nickname is the shrimp. Yeah. But do you know the name of the stadium?
2: It's going to be top. The, the Tampax Maxi Cad Stadium or something like that, isn't it?
1: <laughs> no, no sponsor as well, I suppose it is. It's the Globe Arena. It's yeah, the Globe Arena. Okay. Um, that is a
2: sponsor, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I said no, nothing. I think it was the, the construction company that built it, but yeah. I love that shit. Right, um, next week we have Kevin McGee. That's going to be interesting. Two Kevins on the show um, to discuss the Brighton game and preview the Man United game. Um, okay. Yeah, so same time next week.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I won't be going um, anywhere. I'll, I'll be here. So, um, yeah, this until next week.
1: Cool. Okay. Until then. Up the saints. Up the saints. Sports
3: social podcast network.